Welcome everybody to another episode of the Diablo Warrior Post Game Show here on Talking Ball, y'all. I'm your host Jeremy Forehand, coming to you live with a recap here on the 56-32 Gulfport victory over the Diablo Warriors last night. At 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 this point, it's last night. Yes, uh, the Diablo Warriors played really good on offense, in my opinion. You know, they had to they had. They had a couple stops, you know. Goodport defense had a couple stops at at some key times, but uh, overall, I feel like they ran the ball very good, passed the ball when they needed to. I want to say Connor was like four or five for like 114, 115 yards, something like that, you know, which is not bad. Of course, a big chunk of that was a 61-yard touchdown pass to Kevin Rogers, but overall, I think they had a really good night on offense. The defense, that's another story. Defense struggled at times to tackle, which we've talked about all season. And just overall couldn't couldn't stop them. You know, I mean, the only, only time you could consider a stop would be at the tail end of the game. The pick six at the very last play of the game um, by Omar Johnson. So, overall, you know, it's a it's a it's another district loss, which is tough. But we knew you, you'll hear coach and I talk about it later. We knew the first two games was going to be the toughest ones. You know, seeing Ocean Springs and then Gulfport back to back. That's nothing against the remaining three teams, but those two teams, in in my opinion, going into this season, were head and shoulders above the other three, the other four, counting ourselves. So. Overall, you know, Kevin Rogers, great game. 18 rushes, 189 yards, three touchdowns on the ground. Also had two catches for 89 yards and a touchdown through the air. Two receptions for 89 yards and a pass and a reception TD. So, TJ ran the TJ Jasper also ran the ball very good and Andre had a little bit of a left, slower night than normal cuz he was that middle of the line and Interior portion of the uh, offense when they were trying to run those, in, you know, fullback dives, traps, that sort of thing. They were getting pretty beat up by those uh, often defense linemen of the Gupport Admirals. Uh, Gupport's the team to be reckoned with for sure in the seven A. They played a tough schedule so far coming into this uh, into the Knights game. You know they're they're only four and three, which is. The record doesn't indicate how good the team is because they've played, like I said, they've played a tough schedule. Warriors fall to 2-5 and five on the season and will head to Lyman next Friday night to play the Harrison Central Red Rebels. We'll talk about that in a little bit. And, uh, of course, we'll talk about the scoreboard portion here in a little while. But uh, later on the show, we'll also... I had a chance to talk with, obviously, Coach Ladner. And I also talked to Omar Johnson, the defensive back, senior defensive back, who had a pick six there late in the game. And sophomore kicker, Jackson Calligari, who just, you know, he can he continues to be consistent. And he's got a – he's get, definitely got some time to grow into his body and, and things like that and just continue to get better, which I'm I'm looking forward to seeing, so – We'll be talking to them a little bit later. We're going to recap 
or I'm sorry, we're going to look forward to Harrison Central later in the show. But I'm also going to give you the breakdown of scoring here before we go to break. And then we'll come back and talk about a little bit about the uh, scores around the coast. Uh, I totally forgot to tell you this. Yeah, that's what I forgot to tell you earlier. So, tonight's game, uh, or last night's game, I should say, opening score of the game was 15-yard touchdown run by the Gutboard Admirals. That was at 9-18. First quarter was wild tonight. Let me just put it to you that way. We had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven scores. Take that back. We had five scores in the first quarter. Five touchdowns scored in the first quarter. First one, 15-yard touchdown run by the Goodport Admirals at 9-18 to take a 7-0 lead. Warriors answer at 6:49 of the first. 61-yard touchdown pass, Connor Jones to Kevin Rogers. PAT, if I remember right, was blocked. 7-6, Admirals 6:49 in the first. Admirals answer right back. Uh, less than 20, let's see, 21 seconds later, 47-yard TD pass to make it 14-6. Then Gupport continues to pour it on. 3.05 to go in the first, 32-yard touchdown pass to make it 21-6. Warriors answer right back, 118 in the first. Kevin Rogers, 57-yard touchdown run. Gupport comes right back in the th- the beginning of the second, one-yard TD run. That one-yard TD run, I want to say, was a uh, – trying to remember how they got it down in there. Anyways, moving on. Warriors drove after that. I remember they scored at 11.08. Gilport did. Warriors drove like eight, almost nine minutes down and had a fourth and fourth and, fourth and gold, I believe, from the six maybe. And then Jaquan Havard end up taking a handoff and busting it outside and getting knocked out at about the two yard line to kill the to kill the drive. But uh Gulfport proceeded after that play to drive ninety nine yards in a little bit of time, thanks to a eighty eight yard touchdown pass there with one oh two until half to go up thirty five thirteen at that point. Right before halftime. Coming out of the third quarter, uh, D'Arville started with the ball, drove, went for, you know, ended up going for fourth down and not making it eventually. Goodport takes the ball and scores on a seven yard TD run at 5 12 to go in the third to make it 42 13. Then Kevin Rogers, act like, like I didn't say this before. 427 to go, five yard, 65 yard touchdown run by Kevin Rogers in the third to make it 42 to 19. Um, Gutport comes right back, 352 to go in the third, 75 yard TD run to make it 49 to 19. Then they add on another touchdown pass. To make it 56 to 19. And then only scores in the fourth quarter. 
Kevin Rogers had a five-yard TD run, about 6.48 to go. And then Omar Johnson with the pick six on basically the very last play of the game because the clock was running. 40-yard 40 40 yard interception return for a touchdown to close it out. Last play of the game was the PAT for a final score of 56-32. Uh, very happy with how the Warriors played on offense. Uh, not very happy with how the defense played. But I think this factors into what we've talked about all season. Young kids, a lot of kids that hadn't seen the field before, a lot of kids who haven't played before. You know, there's a lot of kids that haven't didn't play ninth grade football, you know, that that's listed on this squad because they've just started playing since then. So they may have played prior to that. But just, you know, it's things like that. So that's a big factor in how it's been going. But defense struggled with tackling tonight. And just Cupboard had a lot of athletes spreading it out, running it, passing it, whatever they wanted to do. It was just a tough matchup, you know, between that offense and our defense. So final score, 56-32. We're going to check right back into you with you here in a minute, go over a scoreboard show, and then we'll recap – or, or look forward to the Harris Central Red Rebels at the tail end. So stay tuned, folks. We'll be right back. If you're looking for that special bottle of wine for that romantic dinner, all the ingredients to make cocktails for the best party ever, or just want something cold to drink during tailgating and football season, stop by Dane's Liquor and Wines. They have many selections of fine wines and spirits, and they're located at 10394 the Iberville Boulevard, Suite 8, or give them a call at 228-207-0528. Welcome, everybody, back to the Iberville Warrior Postgame Show. The second segment, the best segment, whatever you want to call it. We're going to talk about all the scores along the coast. If you tell me what song that was I was just playing, uh, you are hit me in the sweet spot because I don't know how many folks are going to know Halloween Havoc theme from old WCW, but, you know, it happens here and there. So that was what we were coming back with. Just use a little Halloween theme. Because it's the month of October. I couldn't find anything, you know, Friday the 13th related. It just didn't sound right. So, but that's a whole nother deal for a whole nother show. When we start talking about Jason Voorhees and Freddy Krueger and the whole shebang-a-bang. Um, scoreboard. So. What's happening, partner? Yeah. Okay, Pac-Man, I'm sorry. Uh, obviously, we were talking about Gulfport 56-32 over the Diarville Warriors. Uh, Resurrection 28-12 over East Marion. Uh, talked to my buddy over at Long Beach. Uh, great game, great effort by the Bearcats. They had their chances at times. Barely, barely. Missed out on this one. Uh, Pascagoula comes from behind, 40-33 to over the Long Beach Bearcats. Ocean Springs continues to roll, 49-13 
Um, I just watched some highlights on that one, and they had a little wacky point part where they had a pair, Harrison Central did, I should say, a pair of pick sixes on back-to-back plays, which is kind of wild. But, you know, at this point, Ocean Springs is looking at everybody, Region 4, 7A, and saying, Acknowledge me! You know, they got, they've won like 19 straight region games, if I remember right, or something in that, in that range. Tough matchup here. Everybody's circling that Ocean Springs Gulfport matchup because there's a lot of a lot of meaning to it overall, but also just, you know, former coach and all that shebang bang stuff. So Pass Christian forty one to twelve over Moss Point. That was in the pass. Uh Moss Point actually scored on the on their first play from scrimmage. And only scored six more points the rest of the game. So that Pascrishan defense tightened up a little bit. Played a lot better. Come out with a nice 41-12 victory. The 4A teams ought to be getting close here to knowing the seeding and that sort of thing in their region. Because, I mean, I think they've played three out of their four region matchups already. Uh, St. Stanislaus 42-7 over St. Patrick's and 3A matchup. Uh... East Central Laurel. Looked like a back-and-forth game all night long, following along. Golden Tornadoes end up coming out on top 48-35. That's their actual nickname. Uh, if you talk to most people from D'Ironville, they're going to tell you the hicks between the bricks because, you know, that's what we say in a lot of other terms that I can't say on the radio. And But... That's an old, old, deep wound from way back in the day. Gaucher, 49-33 over Wayne County. Big road win for the Gators. Van Cleve. This this was a big 5A matchup that would eventually, that's going to play into their seeding. Uh, Van Cleve, 27-23 over the Tomcats. It was a 20-20 game at the half. Nice, tight, defensive second half. Uh, Green County taking a long ride. I'd be curious to know how long and how terrible that drive is from Leakesville all the way over to the Bay. That just sounds bad. Uh, No offense to anybody from Leakesville or the Bay, but 42-35 Green County over to Bay High Tigers. Uh, Hancock, the undefeated season is no more. George County gets ahead of them early and holds on to win 28-26. Terry playing at home against Pearl River Central. That's a long ride. Speaking of long rides, Terry 42-8 over Pearl River Central. Popperville 45-12 over Tylertown. Picayune 35-7 over West Harrison. Biloxi 24-14. And that's all you scores. Let me talk to you. So, sitting right now off the top of my head, I don't have anything in front of me. Just bear bear in mind. Go in Region Four Seven A, Gulfport and Ocean Springs are two and zero. Uh, teams at one and one or Biloxi and. Harrison Central. 
and teams at 0-2, St. Martin, Diaville. So that's the way it's playing going into week number three of the region matchups. Uh, I want to say in region four, six A, if I can do this off the top of my head, Picayune is two and zero. George County is two and zero. Hancock is one and one. Let me get to my other teams here. Pascagoula is one and one. Hancock is one and one. Long Beach and West Harrison are 0 and 2, I believe, is what I'm, if I remember right. That's the only ones I'm going to be able to pull right off the top of my head. I don't know. 5A, I believe the leader in the clubhouse right now is the Gaucher Gators off the top of my head. And in 4A, I believe that one is being led by, can't remember if it's past Christian or one of the other ones. But either overall, you know, you got a, only got a couple handful of weeks. we got three more weeks in 5A, 6A, and 7A. 4A only has two. And then the 3A also only has two. Uh, Resurrection, I believe, will have the same amount. Three three more weeks before playoff action starts. So, button them up tight, folks, because we got a little bit of a riot here going these last three weeks. Um, we're going to get into some of the interviews. Like I said, we got Coach Josh Ladner, running back Kevin Rogers, uh, kicker Jackson Calgary, and defensive back Omar Johnson. So, stay tuned, folks. Be right back. Hey, did you know that Mississippi Coast Auto Brokers is the fastest growing dealership on the coast? They have been serving the Gulf Coast for almost a decade with quality pre-owned vehicles. Their customer service starts when you drive into the lot and continues long after the sale is final. They have financing options that are guaranteed to get you into a vehicle that fits your needs and a price that fits your budget. They have two locations to serve you at 10276 Rodriguez Street in Diaberville. And that phone number is 228-641-4798. Also, 11477 Highway 49 in Gulfport. And that phone number is 228-875-5556. Just remember, good credit, bad credit, or funky credit, you're always approved at Mississippi Coast Auto Brokers. Joining me now is uh, the de facto player of the game in my opinion uh kevin rogers 18 rushes 189 yards three touchdowns two catches 89 yards and a touchdown k-rod hell of a night buddy uh how you feeling kind of tired right now Uh, a little sore but that's a very physical defense they're beating y'all up pretty good (laughs) but i mean i was i was very happy with how the offense played overall Mm -hmm. yeah offense played pretty good line played great backs were running hard Fullbacks were blocking good. I mean, it was just a good night for me anyway. But Yeah, I mean, that's that, that happens, though. You know, sometimes it's Andre's yeah. night. Sometimes it's TJ night, you know, and then yeah. so, tonight just happened to be your night. So, uh, how, overall, what did, you, what did y'all see? Was it just a matter of outmanning them at certain times and hitting that edge and getting that edge on them? Uh, it, yeah, kind of like you said, out you know, on the edge. Uh, they were playing – game planning was – stop the inside, kind of stop Andre. They focus on Andre a little too much, so they kind of pinched and squeezed on the inside. So when Coach noticed that wasn't working, 
ran to the outside. That was open all night. They were kind of soft on the edge. So we just pushed them out. One cut is all you need. And we were there five, maybe even 50 yards, you know, so. Let's see. We had the sixty. What was it? The sixty-one yard touchdown pass, I believe. I got it wrote. Sixty. Me. I don't. I don't know if it was. I don't know what it was. It's a long, long run. Sixty-one yard touchdown pass to open the scoring for the Warriors. Uh, what did y'all see on the defense there that that helped that play work? You know, and and get the score. Well, really, we were just thinking just just get the first down. Uh, I, I was just thinking get the first down and just you know try to make something happen. I wasn't expecting a touchdown. I cut, and I saw his grass, uh, receiver block well. I was like, oh, I'm going to take this to the house. Might as well. You know, it's right there. So, so you, you probably had this little thing in your head. And my, and my buddy's got a bad habit of saying, and when we watch college football, he's got this thing, and he just hollers out, Coach, I'm going to take it to the house. Is that what was going through your head? <laughs> yeah. Once I got that first one, I was feeling it. And then I got that second one, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to try to go for three, Yeah, I mean, y'all was, y'all was gashing them at times on that sweep and on that, you know, that jet to the outside and was getting to the edge there. Uh, you know, I was I was very happy with how everything played. And uh, you did a great job tonight. Yes, sir. Thank you. Uh, just continue to keep plugging along, you know. Continue to be a teammate, you know, like you have been. And uh, – you know, support you guys because, like we talked about, it It could be your night. It could be Andre's. Could be TJ's. Could be little champs. So right. who knows? So we're gonna get this thing turned around and uh, hopefully make Warrior Nation proud. You know, try to get make it to the playoffs and see what happens. Man, y'all make it be proud any day of the week, bud. So you got three three big ones to go. Uh, the next one gets Harrison Central. What are y'all looking forward to going up against the Red Rebels? <sighs> Man, I just I don't know. Just I, when I see the film, I'll know more. But as of right now. From what I've seen last year, based on last year, kind of undisciplined, uh, running to the outside like we did tonight, and just one cut and see what happens. Yeah. Well, congratulations, buddy. Great game. Uh, like I said, you my player of the game for sure. Thank and uh, it's Kevin Rogers, number five, leading running back for the Warriors tonight. Uh, great job on the offense, bud. Thanks. Thank you. Checking in here with number 12, the defensive back, Omar Johnson. Had the last score of the game, a 40-yard pick six. Omar, how did it feel to hit that end zone, bud? Uh, it felt great. I, I, I didn't think I was going to uh, get there like I did, but when I did, it was great seeing my teammates come up to me, you know, celebrate with me, get back, maybe put some points on the end zone for us. That's your first varsity touchdown? Yes, yeah, sir. Uh, the first one's always the best one. So uh, what did you see? I know they ran that play a little bit, you know, throughout the game. Uh it's just something you picked up there and and read it read it just right and undercut that ball and and took it to the house. Uh, when they was running it, I I could tell with the receivers they kept um, twitching their legs and looking at the quarterback ready to bounce back. Yeah. So when I lined up, I saw it. Yeah, I just my body just reacted to it. I just grabbed that ball and went to the field. That's, with how, it. that's how it is sometimes. So great play tonight. Good job. Uh, yes, sir. Happy for you, bud. Uh, Thank you. Got three more to go, three big ones to go, all right? So yes, just sir. keep plugging along. We got got a long ways to go. It's a lot longer than you may think. So. Yes, sir. All right, Omar Johnson, 40-yard pick six tonight. Get ready for an action-packed season with the D'Iberville High Warriors and David Crenning Allstate Agency, proud supporter of D'Iberville Warrior football. 
Just as the Warriors defend their turf, the David Crenning Allstate Agency is here to defend what matters most to you. Join the winning spirit this season. Swing by the David Crenning Allstate Agency to explore your insurance options tailored just for you. Or reach out at 228-300-4880. Remember, you're in good hands with David Crenning Allstate. Joining me now is sophomore kicker Jackson Caligari. Uh, Jackson, you had a plenty of plenty of attempts. I told your mom before the game. I said, I hope he's kicking a lot tonight because that means we're scoring points. Uh, you got you a few kicks tonight. A uh, couple extra points. You know, we had some trouble there on a few. Um, how'd you feel? How'd you feel in the kickoffs? You know, trying to adjust the the depth and adjust the type of kick and that sort of thing. Is that something you've done? a good bit in practice with coach or is that something we're kind of just getting started on no nah, i've practiced that a lot i mean i think i'm pretty good at placing the ball what usually. do you what do you feel more comfortable on the the more like on style side kind of or the are the high kind of sky kicks what what is it you think you feel a little bit better on probably probably the sky kicks because that's I mean, the way i set it up is how i go for a field goal so i mean all right, so uh, we got three games left to go. Obviously, after that, we're going to change jerseys. Uh, I'm gonna, even though we're talking football here, I'm gonna go off the beaten path. Uh, what are you expecting for soccer season coming up for you? Well, I mean, we just got a new coach this year, but from what I've heard from talking to soccer players, he's he's probably going to be a good coach, and I think I think we're going to make it to playoffs a second year. How's the schedule playing out? With the uh, are we playing everybody twice? Is that what it's working out, or how's it? Do you, have you seen it yet, or anything? With the district being six teams, oh, I have no idea. I, I don't really. Oh, don't that's really a pay good. An, that's a good answer because that means you're still in football mode. I like it. Uh, I don't really worry about who we're playing. I got you. So uh, just do me a favor, stay healthy, keep working, keep getting getting bigger, faster, stronger. You know, that way when we can start putting them in the end zone, we ain't too far off, are we? No, we're not. We're we're close. We're close. All right. Other than that, just, you know, keep your dad and mom straight for me. And, uh, you know, if you see grandma and grandpa, keep them straight for me too, all right? Yes, sir. Jackson Callier, sophomore kicker for the Warriors. The Next Level Performing Arts Studio is celebrating 20 years of excellence in performing arts education. Founded in 2004 by the Iberville alumni Jennifer Crone Densing, TNL offers dance, music, after-school arts programs, and more. Register now to be a part of their 20th anniversary season. Classes are open to girls and boys ages 2 and up, and beginners are always welcome. Find them on Facebook or give them a call at 396-2901 and take your performance to the next level. Joining me now is head coach Josh Ladner. Coach, uh, valiant effort, just a tough team there that we played with the Admirals, you know. You, but I, I, I like how the offense played. You know, overall, there's just a few things we need to clean up and, and work a little bit harder on. What do you? How'd you feel about how the whole thing worked out? Um, you know, never satisfied with losing, um, and I never will be. So. Let's just start with that. But, you know, I am proud of uh, several of the guys that uh, they really played their heart out, you know, several of them. Um, and it really starts with Kevin Rogers probably uh, tonight. Um, and um, and he was he was our spark. I think he ran the ball very well and caught it well. And 
uh, made some very timely plays, but you know the the uh, line blocked very well for him too at times and the other backs. So um, I'm I'm just you know overall I guess um, it's um, definitely um, I think a step toward where we need to be, and uh, but we still got a lot of things to clean up moving forward, you know, um, and uh, we're going to do that. So. Well, I mean, we knew we knew the two hardest games in district were going to be these first two, and yep. we, you know, at that point, you kind of know. But going on what you just said, Kevin Rogers, who I just finished talking to, had 18 carries for 189 and three touchdowns, and he also had two catches for 89 yards and a touchdown. Um, I thought you were excellent on the, the the calls at the particular time you were calling them throughout the game. Uh, you know, we were just talking about that. The, the pass the the running back pass where Jordan had had uh was a Keelan deep mm-hmm. and he just he just overthrew him just a little bit you know uh and I think I, I thought I heard him say that would have made it what 28 20 I think going into the half just yeah. right there late but that was a big play I just you know like we talked about he's 14 the kids got a long ways to go but we can see it's it's there. It's just a matter of time, I think. Yep, I agree. Um, yeah, he's going to be a very special player. He's already he already is a special player, you know. Um, but yeah, it was a you know I thought um, we had some opportunities there, you know, really to to keep the game close and to keep battling. Um, and, uh, and thought we put together some really nice drives, you know. Uh, really found some things that were working, and um, they really weren't making the adjustments that. I kept being surprised by like, okay, well, you know, just keep running, keep running what's working. So, uh, um, and we did, and and the kids were excited. I think on offense, and um, and they kept plugging, and and good things happened. That's Warrior football, you know. If we'd, have, you know, at the end, I think we probably could have called just about anything. They were exhausted, you know, and that's kind of what our game plan. That's not kind of that is what our game plan always is. So, um, we're gonna we're gonna keep it keep it that way. So, just gotta clean up a few things, like you said. Did you have it in your mind going into the game that you were going to try to stay on the outside as opposed to sticking it in the inside, or was that kind of dictated by how their defensive line was playing and that sort of thing? You know, um, I just I, – I went into it with the mindset that I'm going to call whatever I need to call. You know, I wasn't I wasn't thinking like three yards in a cloud of dust and punt the football. I was thinking like I'm going to let it all hang out, you know what I mean, and give these kids a chance to win. If they, if they, if they want it, let's go get it. And uh, it's either tough to us to execute. And I knew I had a couple of wrinkles up my sleeve, but didn't really have an opportunity using his social springs because the score got so out of hand so fast. But tonight it was like, all right, well, you know, we're in this battle, so let me pull the trigger on a couple of things and spark the team, and and uh, and they did, and so um, and it did. So I, I I really am proud of them for that, and uh, I think they saw that they're capable of better, and I think honestly, you know. I think the feeling of the team right now is is as strangely as it seems like they let like they kind of let one get away, you know, kind of an opportunity that they probably could have at least made the score a whole lot closer, or maybe even had a chance to to win it. So um, and but either way, got to burn this one, you know what I mean? Got to move forward. Uh, we got three games that are must win for us, uh, win at all costs, and. Uh, and I had several people call. I do want to say I had several people come up to me at the game and ask me like how I was doing and how the kids are doing, and as if, as if they may, as if like quitting was an option. It's not. 
not not for the staff and not for these kids. These kids never – they never batted an eye. There's not a single kid on this team that thought that this season was over or had their head down. We worked for four and a half hours on Tuesday night, and um, we stayed here till almost 7 o'clock, you know, uh, practicing. I mean, and nobody complained that they would have stayed longer if they had to. And uh, and that right there is going to be the difference here at the end of the season, you know, because I'm not so sure that the next three teams we play have that kind of mindset. Well, I want to pat you on the back for that because I want to bring up the fact that this, this team, I told you, has been, you know, has been on the straight. They're, they have There's no ups and downs to them. They're mm-hmm. up, up the entire time. It doesn't matter if it's 20 to nothing or if it's, you know, thirty. Or we're up twenty to nothing. It doesn't yeah. matter. They're playing and they're well, keeping their head up. I don't see a whole lot of down, just no. like you said. And that's a testament to our seniors. You know, like I, I don't have a whole lot of seniors, but I have. But the ones I have are good kids, and they, they lead by example. You know, and uh, I wish some of them were more vocal sometimes, but uh, but they lead by example, and they don't. You know, like Kevin tonight. You know, like he wasn't going to quit. You know, and and that that really is a testament to them. Well, like I was telling Kevin, it's like, you know, when you got those three backs that you have, it may be Kevin's night one game, it may be TJ's game one game, and then it may be Andre one game. So it's a good wrinkle to have those three that can actually move the ball if needed. It and, is. and you get the play call that facilitates it. It is. You're right. And uh, and I, I think tonight they were really um, very focused on trying to take away the middle, you know, Andre and Jaquan, uh, they weren't going to let my fullback win the game for us because that's what really sparked us against Wayne County. And I think Ocean Springs had a similar approach as well, you know. But then, you know, we got to have other guys, as you said, to make them pay. And so uh, – and they did tonight, and I was proud of them. Yeah, I was very happy with overall how the offense played. Um, what are we looking forward to going into this Harrison Central game. Obviously, it's the next game. It's the most important game. Mm-hmm. But uh, what are you looking forward to from the Red Rebels and uh, looking? So, Coach Myers is really, you know, uh, I think he's done a lot to help the ship turn um, in the right direction. Uh, I think their record, I think, after tonight is uh, like 5-2, and two, something like that. So, I have to look at it. But he uh, – He's doing a great job over there, you know, um, and uh, just from what I've seen and what I've heard, and again, my focus has been Goldport, but now it'll turn to Harrison Central. But, you know, from what I've seen and heard, they're, uh, they like to throw the football. Um, they, uh, they have a big athletic team, as always, and, uh, and we, got a, we got a tough task ahead, but definitely a task that we're um, welcoming and we're excited about. So looking forward to it. What are you going to do this weekend? You going what, what game you got circled to watch tomorrow? Uh, I mean, Colorado was I on got, the night, so we missed them. Did they? Wow. Yeah, they played tonight. Who won? I, I don't know, okay. but I just was looking at a few tweets keeping on the receipt. way. I want to, and I'll, hey, I'm keeping receipts, so just want to let you know that. All right. Okay. okay. <laughs> but uh, but anyways, uh, do you no, say do tomorrow? You, do you is, say uh, bull junk too? I don't say bull junk. Okay, but I'm right. definitely keeping receipts all right, just all to right. let everybody know. Give, um, it, give me now <laughs> while you can. Warrior Nation, I'm telling you, we're keeping receipts. But um, but yeah, uh, but no, tomorrow is um, my youngest son plays uh, Picayune Team Two or something. So I'll be watching Diaville Ten U tomorrow. Right, well, so. Good luck to him tomorrow. Yes, but I, I want let's take the coach's hat off and let's put the daddy hat on. Okay. Put the father hat on. Yeah. Let's talk about our man Aiden getting him two tutties the other night, and and yeah. talk about the North Market team since you've seen them a good bit this year. I have uh, coach. All three of the Vaughn Middle Schools work really hard. You know, um, all of our head coaches they they really take pride in trying to teach them our offense, and I'm proud of that and defense. 
which I appreciate. But, uh, you know, Wool Market has been a great football team. Coach Ty Wilson works really hard with them. Um, and uh, and they they play Warrior football. You know, they like to run it, and they play good defense and, and, uh, and good special teams. So shout out to Coach Langham. Um, but uh, but I, I really am uh, proud of that. We have one of our three middle schools, you know, with as dispersed as they are in the championship game. So that's a big deal, you know. So, I mean, you know, Warrior Nation, the future is bright. Uh, our 10th grade, ninth grade groups are all in contention for the championship, and now we have one of our three middle schools. Um, that are being developed the right way. And, and uh, so just hang on tight. It's coming. All right. Tell me how you felt when you saw him score them two touchdowns Thursday night. I felt like he better not get caught from behind <laughs> or I was going to be so mad. But he had about a 20-yard head start. So I said, if you get caught, boy, you better finish. But That was the video I saw. So yes. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yes. But I was uh, – he did good. He did good. Uh, I was proud of him. But he got good blocking on that play. So it wasn't all him and it never all – it never is. So – but I'm I'm proud of several of them. You know, it's a it's a good team. I've seen all three of the teams play, and they all play really hard. They play well, and they're excited about being up here. And so, um, and I'm excited about having them. So, but yeah, but I'm proud to have one in the championship. I appreciate the time, Coach. Thank I'm you. looking forward to seeing you uh, Friday night in Lyman. Yes, sir. Thank all you. right, thank all you, right. Coach. See all you right. later. Yes, sir. Hockey fans, Seawolves Action is back at the Mississippi Coast Coliseum November 18th. Head to our website, MississippiSeawolves.com, or call our office today, 228-999-8333. If you're looking for that cool Seawolves merch, head to SeawolvesMerch.com and check out our online store today offering great merchandise deals. Thank you to the Talking Ball Podcast, official partners of the Mississippi Seawolves. Welcome everybody back to the Diablo Warrior post game show. Previewing this upcoming Friday game against Harrison Central. So teams have played this will be the sixty sixth matchup between the two teams. This is the longest if number games wise, this is the the one team that they have played the most is Harrison Central. Obviously that's a like I said, cross county rivalry. And, you know, they, they do that cool thing between the two ROTC groups where they actually run the football. They do that relay to run the football to the stadium where the game is going to be played. So it's always neat. The Warriors have actually won the last five, four matchups against the uh, Red Rebels, dating back to last loss for the Warriors in 2018. So... A lot, lot to wrap around and a lot to deal with when it comes to this matchup. Um, looking at a few, little bit of stats for the Red Rebels. The quarterback is 80 of 155 for 1,320 yards. 11 touchdowns, three interceptions. Now, all these stats is prior to uh, last night's game against Ocean Springs. Those have not been posted. So, 1,320 yards through the air. Rush for 613 on the ground. Leading rusher is number two, Jaden Eckford. And uh, the sophomore has 67 carries, 311 yards, and four touchdowns. So they rushed for eight, eight touchdowns on the ground. And like I said, have thrown for 11. So looking at the stats, it's, it's you know, crazy 
craziest stat I think is the fact that it's a lot of it's a mixed but a mixed bag of uh classmen, you know. You got seniors, sophomores, juniors, the whole shebang. It's not one it's not a top heavy lineup, but, you know, so he's got a few things brewing over there in Lyman and it's always interesting to go over there and see how it is and how everything goes. Great setup for a press box, you know, second deck and all that. So I'm looking forward to it. They're they're going to have plenty of athletes running all over the field, some that you might not even realize are there and that sort of thing. You're going to see guys and think, hey, maybe they ought to play basketball. Maybe they ought to do this, this, this. But it's just going to be another tough matchup for the Warriors. They're going to have to play their A game. You know, we talked about it during the broadcast, Kevin and I, and, you know, we have yet to see a Warrior game where they played a complete four quarters, both sides, all three phases. So that's something we're still looking for. You know, this 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 game last night, we had plenty of offense. Special teams was not as not as – it wasn't as bad as it has been. You know, we had a few few things on the extra point that need to be corrected. I think they figured out a few things to do with the the kicking situation so far as, you know, pooching and sky kicking it, whatever you want to call it, in order to prevent returns deep into your own territory. So they've got a few things they've corrected and, uh, and looked, definitely looked a lot better against Gulfport, you know, which is a tough team. So hopefully they continue to move up and up. They got three more games left at Harrison Central, at St. Martin, and then home to Biloxi. So they got a few things to uh, play for. And, you know, you win two, if not all three of those games, you're going you're gonna to have a playoff game there on the second weekend, second Friday of November. So Warriors got a lot to stay in, play for, a lot to keep an eye out for, a lot to work for. So hopefully they're working their butts off and, you know, we'll get the best that we can from them. So I appreciate y'all paying attention, you know, tuning in, subscribing and liking everything. Uh, Go enjoy some college football tomorrow. And uh, we'll get we'll get back with you here next Friday night for some more Darville Warrior post game show here on Talking Ball, y'all. Jeremy Forehand signing off. I appreciate y'all. Thank you. <laughs>